Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And welcome in. We are over here at uh, Triple Crown Dentistry, Louisville Dental Implants with uh, Dr. Eric Nunley. He's the most... Uh, decorated guy around here when it comes to getting the dental implant or just having you know just having a dentist mark blanket baker which uh, you know you, you you found that back out in your life yeah you know i i'm a i'm a i do i i like triple crown dentistry i came over here and and uh you know they, they took my x-ray and they were like you've got a beautiful set of teeth <laughs> Of course they did. I was like, okay. Thanks. In fact, there's a picture that. of it up in the hallway. And like, this is <laughs> no, the no, do's no. and no, no, don'ts. No. And, yeah, I think uh, they were more impressive. There's not like a lot of uh, work that's been done. Like, they, hey, yeah. you take good care of your teeth. You're you all natural is what you're saying. Well, they did find like one thing, and they, they, they hooked it up and yeah. filled it in, and it was it was no pain, and it was yeah. great. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't have that anxiety that like Steve Rummage has, but for people that have that anxiety, this is the yeah. place to go. I mean, I used to as well, and I've had three dental implants over here, so it's like, yeah. you know, I've had – more shots in my jaw than, than my entire life, and I don't. It's it, it's it's pleasant, you know. It sounds like my dad's coming for similar okay. operation. Too, okay, because he got, right. just had a tooth removed, and it's now time for uh, this new is tooth where to go I in. trust Max's so. teeth as well. So right. that's where uh, that's where we are over here today. Uh, we got we got a lot to get to. Uh, I, uh, who was that team last night? What that, was played? that? Who was that? Um, that was amazing. Wow! It turns out Brandon Huntley Hatfield is an effective inside player. Maybe they should have been throwing him the ball. Oh yeah! And I mean, <laughs> and Mike James just couldn't miss. I couldn't miss. He's the hottest shooter in the country. Right Could now. not miss. And uh, uncharacteristic night shooting for Miami, who just they just launched from three. They just launched from three all night. Like, they, it was yeah. ridiculous. Like they, eleven to thirty-four. Well, but I mean, they shoot forty-three percent as a team or something yeah, coming in. Yeah, forty-two percent, and they yeah. You know, they are one of the better uh, foul defensive ta- fouling teams. They don't really foul very much, but Louisville still got to the line 16 times, and uh, which is a good number against a team like Miami. I mean, I know that we like to go into the 20s and sometimes right. 30s, but when you're playing a team that doesn't foul, you d- they did a really nice job of that last night. So that was that was not something I could see coming no. at all. No, and neither did anybody that thinks that, that Vegas, or we refer to Vegas, but the gambling apps want to balance the money 50-50. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. They want to trap you like last night. Ni- when I looked at one point, 92 or 97% of the money was on got Miami. Wow. They want they want the games like that. They cleaned up last night. Yeah. I mean, it's on that Everything. particular game. And, and there were a lot of upsets in the last two days of college basketball. Uh, so it's, it's yeah. kind of a lot. It's kind of weird time for college hoops right now but 
Louisville no, that's what basketball that is. Everybody, you know, the best teams lose quite often. There's just not that dominant team. But Mike James, 26 points on 12 shots. I mean, I, I always look at that to see, okay, they scored a bunch of points. How many shots did it take? And, and same way with Huntley Hatfield, 22 points, 13 shots. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's like Luke Hancock. I actually, I actually asked Luke this the other day. I think Luke may have won the MOP with the fewest shot attempts of anybody to ever win the award. Was it like eight or nine? Well, the championship game he shot six times and made had 24 points. That's amazing. It's almost, it's almost statistically impossible. He can't hardly do And it. I think he only took nine shots in the semis and made six of them. Hey, Rush, you might want to pass to him instead of he jacking up shots. Um, well, well I'll tell you worked this. Out. Worked like, out. I was really encouraged by Sky Clark and Curtis Williams passing the ball. Uh, you know, you got 11 assists between the two of them. Like, last game. They got 17 assists last night. I know. I know. That's got to be. They don't move the ball high, like that. High of the last two seasons, does it not? We haven't seen them move the ball like that Whoa. in a long time. And, you know, Curtis Williams last game had a good game, but he had, what was it, like 14 points on zero assists. Yeah. This was 13 points on five assists. Five assists, yeah. This was a really good game for Curtis Williams. You start to see him get into the flow, and somehow, some way, this shorter bench is helping Kenny Payne. Uh, you know, Hersey Miller started, only played seven minutes. Okay, but, but still, but, that's a guy who comes in, you go, what is this dude playing? Yeah, you know? well, he did have two turnovers. Right, right, minutes, but I'm, so saying, I'm saying the other games, just you kind of want to see and go, okay, let's let's at least give him a shot here. Also, cut down Tyler a little bit, you know. Tyler only played 14 minutes. He He's kind of one of those erratic players that if he's hot, he's on, but if he's not, you kind of have to, I think you have to limit it if you're trying to win the game. And Man, bravo on every on every phase. They were down. They came back. They, they they went on runs. They didn't. When Miami went on runs, they didn't they didn't fold. No notes. No notes. It was great. It was awesome. No notes. What? No notes. No criticism at all. That was a very good and, and a legit win. Oh, uh, for so, oh, it's, by, it's by far the best win of the Kenny Payne era. Oh yeah. I mean, it's. I love the tweets going around. It's definitely a top ten. Definitely man. a top ten. Win. <laughs> Yes, this is tenth win. Broke a twenty-two yeah. game losing streak on the road. We were due, you know. We yeah, were due. and let's get to the real question: What percentage of the fan base is unhappy that they won? I mean, sixty. I'm not. I mean, I know you're not. You know where I, I am. I, I, I want to th- see wins, but I don't think we're. I don't think we're going to see many of them. Right. Like um, I think our coaching staff is trash, but I like winning. <laughs> like I, mean, I, li- I like winning, uh, and so you win a game, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Uh, I still think they should all be fired, but, uh, but well, yeah, I mean, not, I'll, I'll not now, not today. You know. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll get some people to the NC State game on Saturday. Maybe so. I mean, you know, NC State. If you play like this, you could beat NC State. You know, like you Keats is it. still there, right? Is Keats still there? No, Keats is still there. He's Rasputin, man. He just won't go away, dude. <laughs> great Good for him. <laughs> How many years has he been there? He's been there for a while. But what were we in the Ken Palm before? It was in the two twenties. So one eighty eight today. All right. Okay, forty spots jumps. I mean, that's how big of a win it is when you get a win like that. It moves yeah. you up forty spots. Yeah, if we were, if we were worried about the NCAA tournament, we would say it was a quad one win, probably. Right. right? I mean, we're right between Kinesis and Monmouth. Well, just where you want to be, Mark. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I still want to know. I, I got to find the game by game. I, mean, I used to know where the page was faster in the game notes. That's seventeen assists. I, I, I assume that's a season high. I think it would have to be. I mean, I'm, I mean, because even when we were playing UNBC, we New Mexico State, and we were eking out with those wins, we weren't moving the ball like we were last night. Um, perhaps they we had, had 17 against Pepperdine. Pepperdine, okay, yeah. and that was a game where they looked really good offensively. Yeah. Yeah. A, a much different opponent last night, yeah. Miami. Yeah, but this is a game where Miami's got to be careful. If we don't, if we if we do what we are projected to do and lose a bunch of games. That that's the type of loss that can keep you out of the tournament if you end up, you know, kind of 
limping in like Clemson did last year, yeah. and they were the first team out. That's the type of loss that can keep you out of the tournament. But I don't care about Miami. <laughs> I don't care about Clemson. I care about us. And that was a great game from Mike James, Huntley Hatfield, Curtis Williams, and really everybody that played. Is Mike James game. okay to be a starter now with you? I'm just curious. Well, if he plays like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But oh, he yes. Is, he's as hot as in the country. He's as hot a shooter as there is right now. Absolutely. So, and, and I think a lot of the reason he, – He's easy to root for. He's always been oh, easy. Gosh. Even in the midst of when things aren't going well – you go, well, Mike James playing hard. Well, last year, and, and for stretches this year, he hasn't been a great defender. But this was, this was a different deal. And, and this is what Huntley Hatfield, he doesn't always have to have 22 and 9. No, he but he needs 13 attempts. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that, to me, was the key. He needs those attempts. You've got to go in there and, and, and it's like yourself. he's always been there. You know, when you see him in games get open, and I don't know what finally turned the light on, say, hey – he probably, you honestly, you probably have an advantage in the post with him against most teams. Most teams, but if when he's playing, but when you see him have three, four attempts, you're like, "What are we doing here?" Like, and is it him or is it us? Right, or is it the yeah? Is it, is it the guards not giving the ball? It seems to me he's open a lot of times. I would agree. So I think you got to make sure, kind of like Shaq, you know, like not I mean, settle. No, but down. similar. Like they had, <laughs> you had to move the ball, like and get the ball to him. A certain he's a, just look, he's a presence in the post, yeah. and even if he doesn't shoot it, if you throw it down there, and they think, and they have to double, then everything you know, else then opens everything up. opens up. Yeah, and he's so. a good passer. I mean, he had two assists last night. Uh, he played the entire game he's without a good a, passer. He's an okay, okay passer. He played the entire game yeah. without a foul. That's amazing. Yeah, that's like Kentucky football player. Yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> How'd that happen? With the whole game, didn't, didn't no penalties, no fouls. Yeah, I mean, uh, so that's pretty good. And, you know, you yeah. can't really – I mean, that's a legit win on the road against the team that really I thought should have been in the top 25 after last it's night. It's an odd not, team, but. you know, and then they're getting pieces back. And that sometimes that's weird. Sometimes it's worse when you get, get them back for a game or two because you don't quite know where the, the, the shots come from. Right. Um, I, you know, physical observation. Jim Laranega's legs look like despicable me. <laughs> His legs are so long. I just kept looking over there, and I don't know if it was the outfit he was wearing. Right, but I want—I want. I want um, uh, who was our guys? Red Rage Tailgate. Can you get a side by side of Laranega, Despicable Me, and is it—is it Gru or whatever the guy's name what is? is yeah, guy's name? yeah, and Laranega. <laughs> I, I think. I think there's a lot of similarities there. We have a lot of uh, objections on the appearance of ACC well, coaches. Capel's back, Capel's back, neck, neck fat, and, and then we have and then, then despicable me. Like they don't. I mean, what's the inseam on that guy? Fifty? I mean, long. golly, he keeps going. Yeah, and is super skinny. Uh, yeah, like despicable me. Yeah. yeah, you know he's walking around. Yeah, <laughs> I just kept looking over. I'm like, who does he look like? I don't know exactly looks like. He's like despicable me. Grew. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. too funny. But no, I mean it was. Um, so Card Nation, how do you feel? Because you know, you look, you know the 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 the, uh, the elephant in the room, as Cody Payne likes to say incorrectly, usually using something that's actually being the main focus of conversation. Yeah. It's a dead opposite. The elephant room is people are going damn. I know, I know, Damn. I know. And I, and I got mad. Like, I was rooting for Louisville. Look, I can hear night. people saying, look, I'm as upset as you are that they won. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, um, you know, I, I always root for Louisville, like, regardless of what I want to happen. Like, even there in Steve Craig Thorpe. Like, I wanted Craig Thorpe fired. I wanted to win every game. Like, and that, yeah, no, you do. You, you do. Know, and that, yeah. that, was, that was who I – that's who I am. Uh, but last night, Curtis Williams made a three. 
and all of a sudden he was the only player getting back on defense and they and Miami got an easy bucket and I lost it for a minute like I was like really mad I'm you like, were back I'm like Curtis Williams just made a three and he's the only freaking player back and I'm like that's how I know that I want Louisville to win because when I see that happen and it ticks me off I'm like okay now I'm, I'm in the game I'm 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 bought in here we have so. more breaking news that Chase just put in the, in the chat oh no 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 Bill Belichick is now agreed to part ways with the Patriots. We haven't even got to talk about this yet. So in a matter of 12 hours-ish, 13 hours, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick are no longer coaching football. Now, Belichick probably – I'm not putting Carroll in that category. You don't? Oh, my God, no. But not the oh. seven national championships, not the dominance of college football. He had a good five-year run. Oh, he had a mini dynasty at USC. He, yeah, he had a uh, – he was a minor. He and was, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but to me, he is – he is still he's he's light. He is he's oh, he's man. Nick Saban light. Well, he's not Nick Saban. Yeah, and he's not Bill Belichick yeah. without Brady. But he's one of the best football coaches of our generation. I still have those two on a tier. I'd put Carroll on the next okay. tier, the close. But it did all happen. And yeah, he, he won but Super Bowl. But, and but, but let's be clear. That's the best NFL coach of our lifetime. That's the best college coach of our lifetime. Yeah. In a matter of thirteen hours or twelve hours, going and they're away. all out, and then Carroll somewhere in, in between there. Saban and Belichick are good friends, and yeah. uh, you know they, they they had that little series together where they sat down and they 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 met with one another. It was kind of cool talking about football. It was actually really informative. I, I I liked watching that. Now they can go and hang out, and and I bet I bet Saban does something to TV. I don't know what well, college game day. I mean, let's face it. Lee, who, who knows how long Lee. Corso's health is going to hold up. Right. I mean, it's it's obvious we're, we're nearing the end. And is Saban as fun as Lee Corso? He, he can he can be fun enough, and he's got Lord knows he's got enough insight on all these teams. That's true, and he's he's good on TV. I mean, he saw we saw him somewhere. He was on game. He, he's been on the set. He's good on television. Yeah, he's I mean, on McAfee, McAfee show. McAfee, has yeah, and he's movie. always on McAfee show. Yeah, so yeah. he's been doing that, and he he definitely shows up around like playoff time if they're not in it. Like last yeah. year. Uh, remember that was funny last year. They were talking crap about Alabama. And Nick Saban was on the set. Like that was like, I'm actually was, here, guys. Wasn't yeah. that uh? Was that Booker that was well, doing that? I, I, I don't know, but that, but these are these are two. This is just a, a epic. I mean, this is going to spin the coaching carousel. Some this I, I guarantee you somehow from an assistant standpoint, this will affect the Louisville staff. I, I just I I, th- oh. I I just think the way that jobs spin and assistants get hired somewhere. You know, I mean, position coaches become coordinators. I just think it'll affect I'm – yeah. I mean, I have no inside knowledge of that. I'm just saying it, when it spins – like, let's say the Western Kentucky head coaching job came open. Mm. Don't you think Brian Brown would be a great candidate for that? Well, that would be great. But, I would love that for Brian. But I, I'm not saying that'll happen. But I'm saying things like that ha- can happen. You know, uh, Oregon – You know, well, yeah, maybe Lanning Dan Lanning comes Lanning, here. And then Will Stein's the head coach. I don't think Will Stein's ready, quite ready to be the head coach. I don't coach. think he is either. Yeah. I think he needs to go to Alabama and be the offensive coordinator and then turn that after three or four years. All these recruits coaching. now yeah. will open their transfer portal window. So everybody's going to go shopping. It is open it for 30 days. Yeah, right. You know, so so let, let's say Lane Kiffin gets the job. And Lane Kiffin goes there. Now his players are open for business. You think they're going to hire Lane? I, I think that's risky, and I don't think you have to be risky if you're Alabama. Yeah. Oh, Mark Stoops wants everybody to know he's not a candidate for Alabama. Stop it. We know. Did he say that? No, I just saw it on the Oh, okay. Internet. Okay. I don't know if he did. If he did, that'd be even better because yeah. it's like, Mark, we know, Well, bro. the funniest, you know my, you, you know my buddy Paul, <laughs> uh, who does great impersonations, when um, the Kentucky basketball job came open in the 90s, I guess when they, maybe when they hired Patino, he, he called all the players in. And he, he wanted everyone, everyone to know, and I love Don Lane. I love him to death. But he told, he told him, and Paul does this great impersonation, that he wasn't going anywhere. He was staying right at transit. <laughs> and it was one of, the, one of the funniest stories I've ever heard because they were all like, we know. We know. <laughs> we know, Coach. 
<laughs> so, so, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, but like Kirby Smart's not leaving Georgia. No, Dan Lanning maybe. Yeah, you know, that's that's a legit. Because he was one. an assistant there at some point. Yes, right? yeah. and you know Saban's tree is a good tree, but oh, it's, it's not, great tree. But, but is it a is it an Alabama tree? You know, and well, I mean, two years ago this would have been Dabo Sweeney target number one, but when he didn't embrace the transfer portal, I don't think he's much of a target for them. Well, his buyout's pretty low. Like they're putting out the buyouts last night. I think it was like six to seven million dollars. And in hey, football terms, that's not a lot. Thank God Jeff Prom didn't what didn't win ten games at Purdue this year. No kidding, because I think he. I expect Jeff will get will get a call anyway. If you're Alabama, you want to hear him say you're happy as it looks like there, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. We just had to call. Moving we had to hear on. it from you. Yeah. And go on. Yeah, yeah. But we might need to kick the tires on some assistant coaches. Yeah. I mean, I, I think any of those ads or search firms have to get at least a definitive. Right. Like Jeff, look, Jeff Prom's not going anywhere. But if you're Alabama. You're not doing due diligence if you don't hear it from his mouth. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I would. I would agree. And you know, I. I but think it's going to be very. I think it's going to be really interesting to see who does follow Nick Saban because that is not a guy that I'd really want to follow. I, I. That's a common phrase that people say, and I normally agree with that. That you want to be the next but guy. They're rolling, but they're they're set up so well. Yeah. And that was a young team. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, it's a, there's a three-year turnover of a roster or anything like that, and you don't have to turn over a roster. If you get this job, whoever it is, your number one job is to recruit your own roster. What about this name and D'amico Ryans? I, what's his college resume? I don't he went know. to Alabama. Yeah, but what's uh, he's, he, been a, he's been in the NFL his whole time. Which is, okay, you know. But I, he, I he think went to Alabama. I think that's a college job. I think you have to have been in college football. For, I mean, Nick Saban, I understand, came from the Dolphins, but he'd been right. at, at LSU. He'd coached college football. He was at the Niners the whole way until he yeah. got the Texans job. I, I, I just I don't think you get a guy straight from the NFL. I, the, the, I just the, think he's a legit coach. I love oh, him. Oh, he's great. Uh, but, yeah, I do think the college the college doing pretty stuff. damn good in the NFL, though, you know. Right. Like, like do you want to leave C.J. Stroud and that defense no. that you've built? And, I'd say no. I wouldn't, no. but if but if it's Alabama and it's my alma mater, yeah, I, I, I know, still I little... still think you need a college guy, and he's from uh, he's from Bessemer, Alabama. Like he's an Alabama native. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... so that's a name I I, I want to wild card it out there because you know I don't know what he wants, you know. But D'Amico Ryan's I think is one of those young guys that has the energy for the portal, the energy for NIL. But wait, what, why? Why we don't know that though? He's, Just because he's young, young. he's Just young. That doesn't mean young. that doesn't mean he wants to mess with it. That, that's true, and I he's mean, got a great thing going at, with the Houston Texans. There's no doubt. I, if it was me, I wouldn't want to leave what I've what I'm sitting on because I think the Texans are yeah, sitting on something I, big. Yeah, I, I don't look. I mean, I think Lane Kiffin, I think Dabo, you've got to look at and just decide. And right. Dan Lanning, Caleb DeVore, you know. I mean, he's a north. He's a mid, a northwest guy. His whole life, he's like in yeah. the Dakotas or Montana, right? One of the two. His whole time, and now he's in Seattle. What about the guy that complained about Alabama more than anybody, Mike Norvell? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> what about Urban? I don't think Urban. I don't see Alabama's an interesting spot. They don't have to take a big risk, no, but they don't want to get too conservative. You know the crazy part? Before he got there, I heard the stat this morning. They were fifty-one and fifty-five, I believe, was the number in the previous ten years. Yeah, they they'd really what? struggled. They had like Mike Shula. Uh, they had some other guys. Uh, they hired the Mike Price guy. Actually, never, never coached a coach. game. Yeah, roll tide. They they had a, <laughs> they went through several coaches that were okay, had decent seasons, but they were never they were Alabama. Bad. Yeah, you no, know, I mean by you know, I mean, really after Gene Stallings, they were just kind of normal. Yeah, no, they they were the average team. You know, at best, you know, I mean, Stallings won that title, 
Uh, you know, George Teague running down Lamar Thomas, an image I'll never forget. But, yeah, they, they delved into the, you know, Mike Dubose, Dennis Francione, Mike Shula dark ages running around there. Yeah. And, you know, those guys were not bad coaches, but they did not win. You know, they did not win. But they their were, careers, didn't they all just die after they – like college football, it seems like we see it here and people leave Louisville. If they go somewhere else, fail. And that's basically it. Well, so <laughs> a lot of times. I've got family, and I went to a lot of those Shula, DeBose, and – uh, Francione games. I went to a lot of those games. Yeah. Francione did nothing basically. No, no, no. After, after no, they did. But the the Alabama fans, you know, they do a four hour pregame show. As you know, they should they, they should? As and and but they're five. doing that on for teams that are six and six going right. to the Music City Bowl. Right. And and they are they are as crazy and as passionate and they have expectations. I mean, we do three and a half. I know you do two. I do two. <laughs> but yeah. the network does. Right. Hey, let's. I'll go an extra hour just so we can say the same <laughs> pregame that Alabama does. But no, seriously though, like, th- like it's a tough place to go if you're not elite. If you're not elite, it's going to be hard. And and so like they churned through these guys and they were questioning for a long time: Are we who we think we can be? Yeah, I mean, Mike Shula never coached another game after he got fired. Francione went uh, to, what somewhere and then went to Texas State and and middled around there. I mean, you don't. It seems like college football, college basketball, you can have sort of a resurgence a lot of times. You don't see it as much football. I mean, Sarkeesian maybe obviously would be yeah. an exemption. But usually when you go to somewhere like that and fail, that's it. You know, yeah, it's so, over. So I, I don't know who, the, who, who they go with that's going to really – I mean, Norvell's an interesting one. I, I've heard that name thrown around. The most interesting one's Lane Kiffin because he could handle it. You know, he could absolutely handle it, but could they handle him? I don't know if they could handle him. And he's so erratic. You know, in terms I just of hope play they calling. do because then it opens up two rosters like that. You know? Oh, yeah, open up the Bama and an old and the Ole Miss roster. Yeah. And, and we're, in, we're yeah. in both of them. Yeah. And we're in the Florida State roster, too. So if it ends up being Norvell, yeah. we, us and Florida State have come down for a lot of different players. Yep. Alabama, not as many, but Ole Miss and Florida State, tons. Yeah. Tons of dudes are on those rosters. So pretty big uh, <laughs> football coaching uh, news here in the last 24 hours. So, yeah, yeah Belichick's leaving the Patriots after 24. Four years. That's pretty amazing. Like, and, and four years. He's a Hall of Famer. As soon you as think? He, as soon as, if he's not he's already, I mean, you yeah. know, I don't know if he probably I mean, he's is. the best to ever do this. You yep. know? And even though you can say, okay, Brady, yeah, yeah that's fine. They did together. I mean, I don't, sure. I'm, I'm, I mean, yes, and Brady won one on his own. It doesn't mean the other guy wasn't any good while he was there, but he certainly wasn't as good after he left. I can grant that argument for sure. Yeah. But, man, 17 division times. They just terrorized the AFC East, man. They did. Just terrorized. Well, it was like like Nick Saban terrorized the SEC. I mean, I mean, teams tore their programs apart trying to find the next Nick Saban. Tennessee did it several times. LSU did it. Uh, You know, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn has destroyed itself trying to catch Nick Saban. How many coaches have they had in the time that Saban's been there? Oh, it's been a mess. I mean, what Nick Saban has done to Auburn football just by being great and just terrorizing Auburn is is remarkable. Uh, It's it's, it's two legends uh, here in the NFL and in college football. So old Nicholas Lou Saban, him and uh, Miss Terry can now do whatever the hell they they want to do. do. They can hang out at the lake and and have his little Debbies. I think Saban will be involved in college football. If there's ever a commissioner of the sport, he would be one of those guys that I would – be okay with, but you know we'll see. And and you know yeah, the, the most know. impressive yeah. thing about Saban 
that his di- – like you've always seen all these like mini dynasties in college football. Pete Carroll had one at USC. Butch Davis had one at Miami. Jim Tressel at Ohio State for a little while. You, you never saw a dynasty over an extended period of like this except for Bear Bryant. You know, like you got to go all the way back to the Bear yeah. to, to, to have an extended dynasty like this. So – He's so, the best yeah, he it. survived. See, Auburn at that time had Tommy uh, Tuberville, Gene Chizik, Gus Malzahn, Kevin Steele, Brian Harson. Yeah. That's who they had. And now uh, Gus Malzahn. Yeah, I guess Kevin Steele was just for No, not game. Gus Malzahn. Right. They have uh, Hugh Freeze is who they have right now. Oh, not even on the list. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, it's only going through 21. Wikipedia He's taking over play-calling duties, by the way. Hugh Freeze is at, uh, at Auburn. Okay. So, in the, in the there upcoming you go. year. Um, all right, so we got all that going on. We are over here at uh, the Triple Crown. Um, let's see, if, I mean, I, I just, I, I always, it's, it's two businesses in one. You can go to 502implants.com, and it's Triple Crown Dentistry, Louisville Dental Implants. Uh, and, again, I speak firsthand, and, and Steve Rummage certainly uh, can tell you firsthand as well about getting a dental implant. Is, you know, he put it off as long as he could and came over here and realized how, you know, great everyone is. What, you know, it's just a great atmosphere. They, they relax you. And, you know, guys, we put stuff like this off, dental implants and, you know, crowns and things like that in your teeth. They just got to get done. You get one shot with your teeth. All right. You, you, sure. you know, so you got to get it right. So uh, it's Louisville uh, Dental Implants, Triple Crown Dentistry. So whether you need something, whether you need, you know, a dental implant and believe me, Eric only trains people in the in the tri- in the area, in the Midwest. Um, he's, he's that you know, highly decorated. And um, so if that's the kind of person you're dealing with over here. And if you just need a regular um, dentist, they can do that for you as well here. We're uh, over here on Blankenbaker. Is this Blankenbaker Parkway? Parkway. Yeah. The other yeah. one's Blankenbaker Lane. Lane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is Blankenbaker Parkway. This is the uh, got two street town. Bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, and we get a quarter every time somebody drives across. <laughs> so rich. appreciate everybody's patronage. Be rich. All right. So <laughs> on the other side, I guess, um, I had a little tough time finding the post game, but now I've heard some of it. Um, and I assume we can, we'll get the network stuff as well with, uh, with Bob. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Big win uh, for the cards last night. So we could talk more about that as we roll along to Dean or Show, 9th in the Ville, ESPN 680. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Cause the sun's too bright, the sky's too blue, air's too cold to be thinking about. You're gonna take this heartbreak and tuck it away, save it for a rainy day. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here at Louisville Dental Implants, Triple Crown Dentistry, hanging out with you here this morning. Uh, if you're someone who needs a dental implant, I speak from it 
uh, firsthand. It, uh, it is, it's totally a relaxing environment. They make it, make it very easy, one-stop shop. Like if so many times, this place looks like NASA. It's, everything's brand new, smells new. And, uh, you know, whatever your needs are for a dental implant um, or just general uh, dentistry, they can take care of it over here at uh, Louisville Dental uh, Implants and Triple Crown Dentistry. Just log on to 502implants.com. You can do that as well uh, here as, as we roll along. And I, so uh, the, the, the Red Rage tailgate guys delivered, didn't they? They did. They Dave did. from Red Rage. He, they got, he, they got he, Despicable Me uh, with Jim Laranega's head. And you can't tell me that's not what he looked like last night. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> I, I don't know that they did any editing. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like, that's, they, just, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. That's absolutely hysterical. Um, oh, man. I've, I've been um, I've been on a um, quest since the start of the year. If I don't recognize an email address and some you know press release, I mm. block them. Because if you unsubscribe, I think they just subscribe you to other ones. I, I ah. think that's I think that's how that works. And good luck unsubscribing from a UK athletics uh, email list. It's impossible. Oh, really? No, you know it's Hotel California. You can never leave. Um, so so I, so I have to just block them. You know, so any so any anything, through. so I just don't even see him. Now, the one guy I will not ever block is, uh, is, is I don't even know his PR company. Jimmy Shapiro is his name, and he's always he's got he's you know gambling stuff, and so he's got odds on the next Alabama head coach. Okay, I want to hear these. Okay, yeah. So, who do you think's the favorite at three to one? Lanning. Lanning's a favorite at three to one. Yeah. Who, who do you think's next at four to one? At four to one? Yeah, four to one. It's not Kirby. No, it's Dabo. So Dabo, Dabo, yeah, Dabo yeah. Lane Kiffin next at five to one. No the, way. The real interesting one at, at number four. We did not mention this name, Deion Sanders. No way. No, I mm-hmm. cannot see that happening. Mm-hmm. Prime I mean, time. You know, if it's September, Woo-hoo. if all we're trying to do is win in September, prime, then yeah, you oh, get I think, the Alabama I think Prime's going to win. But more I think than just I think Alabama wants to win in September and October and November and December oh, and in January. I think Prime would with those players. Well, well. Maybe, but I don't think I don't think they'll go that direction. But he's at six to one. So is Caleb DeBoer, mm. Pat Shermer at nine to one. What I mean, Shermer? I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, this is D'Amico Ryan's in on that list, huh? Uh, well, yeah, he's on the list. He, oh, he he's is? on the list. Um, he's the co-offensive coordinator at Colorado. Yeah, if we were, I was looking up Pat Shermer as well too. Um, no, I don't think that's going to fly. With he's the- Dion's offensive coordinator. Right. No, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think you could probably get a little off it's the obviously board. obviously been in the NFL. I remember that from the NFL, but, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, and then, let's see. So, there's – Urban Meyer on that list. He's the next one at 10 to 1. Billy Napier, 14. No. Derek Dooley at 14. To get out of get here. Get out of here, Derek Dooley. It's not even a real list. Yeah. You know, Mike Norvell, 16 to 1. D'Amico Ryan uh, – Ryan Day at 20 to 1. D'Amico Ryan's 22 to 1. Hmm. Chris Kleiman is a guy I think would be interesting there. I think they would love him. I think he would kill it. He's not But he's not going to probably get that. I think he's one of the great coaches in football. Who? Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. I mean, they don't have a lot to work with, and he came down from North Dakota State and just really – These things are – these odds, though – They end up being good. They end up being good because when the the Texas job came up and Charlie Strong was the favorite, we all laughed it off. We were like, yeah, right. They would never hire him. He's not going to the media. Lanning's three to one. Lanning is this makes more sense to me than than Dabo. Well, and Lane makes sense. It's just a risk. It's do you do you want mm-hmm. do you want to take a risk? Lane's probably the right call to me. To be honest, you think Lane is the right it's call? Probably the right call. I don't know. I think Lanning, if you can get him out of Oregon, is a home run, big hit. You get Will yeah. Stein down there in Tuscaloosa. I mean, 
all of a sudden, Deaners think he's a great offensive coordinator because he's at Alabama. I think he's a great offensive coordinator. I just need to know your odd connection to him. You're, you're like his I lady. root for Louisville people. Like, I know, I know, but you know, you're a little extra harder for him. There's something going on there. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. I've, I've, I've just always liked Will Stein. I have too. I've Sonny Will Stein. Yeah, Who Sonny doesn't? Will Stein, and I appreciated him when he was behind Teddy Bridgewater and uh, his effort and his energy and his enthusiasm. I just, I just always liked Will Stein. I don't know him personally yeah. at all. Like, like, other than Mike Lindsay almost running him over with a car right before the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I might didn't do that. Yeah. Texter says, uh, Auburn uh, rolled Toomer's Corner after the news came out. What will UofL do when Cal retires? Uh, uh, we'll just, I don't know. thank God it's over. <laughs> Texter says, I've been somewhat apathetic, disconnected this season. I have a serious question. Who is Curtis Williams? Was he not eligible early on? No, he's eligible. He's, he's eligible, but the guy that they... You know, I've always liked Curtis. Everybody liked uh, you know, coming into this year. I think so. he looks smooth. Everything he does looks natural to me. He makes mistakes like a freshman. You know, you expect a freshman to make, yeah. but I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him and uh, Caleb Glenn uh, <coughs> play through their mistakes, to be honest with you, because yeah. I think they're both, they both have different skill sets that I think we need at times. Like Caleb Glenn is one of those bulldogs. Obviously, he's a male bulldog, but like he, he's – He's undersized, but he goes down under there and gets eight rebounds for you. Yeah. Plays good defense. Uh, I'd like to see him work on his offense, but if you got Curtis Williams, but that's a guy 13, that you, you, you develops. You know, he sticks exactly. around, and develops. Absolutely. I, I I think you play Curtis Williams as many minutes as you can, and Caleb Glenn as much as it makes sense. So yeah. uh, I, I'm on board for that. Uh, Texter says, Texter's why, why are you playing a show from two years ago when Louisville won a game? Uh, or Drew and Blank running late today. No, no, <laughs> what are no. we talking about? We were right on top. No, but they're saying, are you playing a show from two years ago because they won a game? Oh, oh God. <laughs> yes. We yeah. won. We lost 22 yeah. in a row, and we finally won a road game. Yeah. Texter says, see what happens when you give Kenny Payne time. Texter says, what a win. <laughs> this changes everything. No, it doesn't. Texter says. Uh, now, if they beat NC State, we might be in. The, we might be watching something change. Yeah. You know, really? I mean, yeah. if you can go and beat NC State at home and. Uh, I don't know who we have after yeah. that, but like one game at a time. If if it start, if one turns into two, and then you drop one, lose two, or you know win two, something like that, then now we're talking, especially in the ACC. Okay, sorry, all the textures. I had not refreshed the text line. There's about a billion of them here that I hadn't gotten to. So uh, if you if you want to hop in two six seven nine six eighty, text away to the UPS Jobs text line four three seven. Okay, yeah, let's go to uh, Matt up next. Matt, welcome in. Good morning, ninth round the Ville ESPN six eighty. Good morning, guys. Uh- I'm not going to entertain this basketball nonsense. Uh, I was going to talk about the coaching shirts. I text a, a, a really high, uh, highly successful high football coach, uh, and he's a Bama fan. And I said, you know who I would hire just because it would really get the ball rolling and their fan base hates him? It's Ryan that? Day. Ryan Day. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. guys, the guys lost like six games in, in what, like and six they, years? And they hate him. Yeah. <laughs> and they hate I him. I mean, because well, he's losing I the mean, Can you imagine – Alabama and Ohio State now open, and one being filled by the other. Then who goes to Ohio State? And oh yeah, that, that's why I think this thing is going to send shockwaves through you know college football. Um, I mean, I I, I mean, I, re, I was I'm like Mark. I, I was engaged to a girl who was a Bama fan, and I remember those Shula years. And those fans are crazy, but Alabama has ridden a a wave that that's just not. I'm not going to say normal, but that's what I've always said. It's not the best job in the country because we've all seen it when it's normal. And you're yeah, I mean, them walking, taking that job. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can see favorite. USC come down to earth when Pete Carroll left yeah. or even Butch mm-hmm. da- like what happened to Miami when they lost Butch Davis. You don't told, just plug and play. I told my buddy, I said, I've only seen it happen one time where somebody replaced a legend and it worked. 
and he could not think of one. And I said, it's Denny Crum and Rick Pitino. It's the only time I can think of. Well, I mean, Ryan Day is working at after Urban Meyer. Oh, you, not, you're right. You know? Yeah. I mean, Ryan Day's work. I mean, he's yeah. not beating Michigan right now, but he's not bad. He's a really good yeah, coach. Yeah, I mean, they were 11-1 and one in back-to-back regular seasons. They The one just happened to be, yeah. you know. So, they lost to Georgia when that was probably the title game. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where you want to be. I mean, that was a great game. Thanks, I mean, guys. Yeah, I appreciate the field goal goals a, diff- a little differently. You know, that, his record at Ohio State is thirteen and one, seven and one, eleven and two, oh, eleven and two, yeah. eleven and two. Oh, he's amazing. James Black made a good point. What about Sarkeesian? Is that on? Yeah, I mean, I mean got to be on the list, right? Yeah, he's he is further down. I was looking at, for some reason he's way down at thirty five to one. He's behind Mike Shula. Mike Shula must be a joke on there. That, I think that's a prank. Uh, yeah, Sark is um, Sark's done a great job resurrecting his career. He's been at Alabama before. I think if you are an Alabama, if you're a if you're a former Nick Saban assistant that has a head coaching job somewhere, you're going to get a call, you know, for this job, and they're going to have options. And, and I tell you what's so great is that, that Jeff Brom is not on this list. Because, well, no, because he's cemented here. You know, again, I think if Jeff Brom had stayed, at, if Satterfield hadn't left, say he wins another ten games, sure. nine games up there at Purdue, I, he's, I think he is very prominent on this list before the Tennessee coup. Yeah. Um, you know, Jeff Brom could have been at UT. He could have yeah. been of all uh, very, very, very easily. And, you know, I, I saw last night that Marcus Freeman might be involved with Alabama. I cannot see that. He's, I couldn't he's see that 22 to 1 on this list. I, so. I just couldn't see that. Notre Dame opening would, you know, in, in future years may worry me about Brom, but not now because he's in year two. You know, and, and he's not going anywhere. No, I, you know, I, so. I don't worry about Jeff for a college job ever and probably not for an NFL, but um, – yeah, who go, knows? You go know, a decade. Things change go over decade. time, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll get. I'll, um, if you want to hop in, you can do so. I'll hop back into this text line here at four three seven as we are over here uh, hanging out at uh, Louisville Dental Implants, Triple Crown Dentistry. Let's let's get some sound from last night. Um, we had uh, before we go back to the phones. I'm here with Bob uh, after the game uh, with Kenny Payne. Just let's play. Let's play the first and then the second cut as, as well. So go ahead. Go ahead and hit it, uh, Chase. How's it feel? It's a simple question. <laughs> well, my, my question is more how does it feel for the young guys? You know, I say it again, Bob, it's not about me. To see them take joy and winning, to see them fight all the things that we talk about, we preach about, we fight with them about, we argue about, to see them um, step up and play the way they need to play to finish a game against the top, one of the best teams in the country, shows what they're capable of. And my question to them after the game was, um, should I hold you to less of a standard? Um, and I can't. I got to keep pushing, and there are going to be times that um, they're not going to like it, and there are going to be times that I'm not going to like the results, but I can't let go. I got to keep pushing. I'm just going to hit the second one, too, on the game. Uh, on the uh, Sorry, on the, the just the team chemistry. We mentioned with about five minutes to go, the game was still up in the air, but I talked to Paul and I said, look at the expression on their faces. They were slapping each other on the back, smiling. There was a sense of, I don't know what the word would be, unity, I guess, that we haven't seen before. And that had to be really gratifying. To me, whether we won the game or lost the game, to see them play with chemistry, to see them fight, to see them fight to get stops, to see them hold each other accountable on the court when we didn't get rebounds. To see them talk about, you got to be up on ball screens. Don't be back. Don't let them get a contested shot. We're going to be in the gaps. We're going to help each other. To see them talk about all the things that the coaches all talk about daily and see them do it in action against, again, a, a very good team. Um, it was it was good to see. It was. 
Yeah, it was it was no. great. And no. I think what, what he's saying there is right on point. Whether they won or they lost, it was great to see them play with chemistry. And yeah, and and there there for a couple moments was like, okay, how are they going to screw this up? Mm-hmm. How are they going to screw it up? Mm-hmm. And they didn't screw it up. And so it it's it's uplifting for everybody. I'm sure in the program, yeah. given what they've gone through. But it was just the flow. They just it flowed. It worked last night, yeah. and and they fed the big guy. Yeah, just keep feeding the big guy. Or I mean, Mike James. Or yeah, well he'll take the ball and shoot it. Yeah, I mean he was. <laughs> I mean, you didn't worry about him being bashful last night, and he shouldn't be. I mean no, he was five hot. or six yeah, or three. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, Everything he put up went in. Dexter says, "I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm not going to tell you. So quit asking." Sincerely, <laughs> Nick Saban. Let's go to Todd up next. Todd, welcome into Louisville Dental Implants Triple Crown Dentistry. Uh, Todd, good morning. Todd, you there? Go ahead. Sounds like a call's there. Is it Todd? Yeah, uh, he he should Todd. be. Him. Todd, 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 Todd. Hey, sorry. I don't know what happened. I went into black hole, I guess. Um, I, I think it's sad. The only thing that is, can take away a Louisville win is Nick Saban retiring. I mean, my goodness, of all yes. the things that ha- that happen. And then my question to you is, do you think this retirement allows these guys to go get even more astronomical salary and extensions, pay increases? Oh, this will make a lot of people a lot of money. This oh, job. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as long as, you know, if, if they go to their second or third choice or, or anybody that's even on, on, on that list. I mean, I, I think Dan Lanning's making more money next year, whether he's coaching Oregon or whether he's coaching Alabama. Alabama. You know, and then the same be said for whoever would be next uh, on, on that list. Yeah, and I think coming back from break, you need to play the happy song from Despicable Me. <laughs> I'm not alone in this, right? He does look like Despicable Me. Jim Laranega. <laughs> Have a good one, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, somebody sent a picture on the text line side by side. Man. We ever seen him in the same room at the same time? No, I've never seen him in the same room. One is an animated creature. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Luke's probably not upset, probably pretty upset about this. You're going after his coach. Was uh, uh, Drew, was Satterfield on the list or not? For the, I, for no, you know what? Hang on. Let me look. Uh, I don't see him on this, this press release here. No. I'm, Adam Schefter has tweeted that um, Bill Belichick is probably going to be a candidate for the Atlanta Falcons job. So this may not be the end of his coaching. Oh, yeah, career. I don't think he's done coaching. No, I just right. think they agreed to part ways. But Saban and Carroll, I think, are done coaching. Yeah, I, Carroll, I, I didn't – again, it was so it was such a business. I didn't even keep up too much with what he they said. They said they're going to move him into like a leadership oh, role okay. in the front office yeah, or done. whatever. Yeah. We'll see yeah. what he does. But, yeah, I loved – the USC teams when Pete Carroll was the coach there. Mm-hmm. It was a show. There were celebrities there. They were obviously one of the Heisman trophies and stuff like that. But, like, they were – and there's just something about having USC be good or, you know, or even, like, a Michigan be good. Like, yeah. there's something about when college football is like that. Oh, and you have different parts of the country involved. I think that's why the playoff this year was, was so appealing. Agreed. So many people, uh, you know, I mean, you have historic programs in Alabama – in Michigan, but they're not in the same part of the country. I mean, Alabama and Georgia are both, you know, iconic programs, but they're in the same part of the country. I, I think absolutely the playoff is better when you have multiple teams. I mean, you know, I think I think that's and there's a viewership trend for the uh, uh, sports media watch. I'm going to send this to you, uh, but because it, it's a really cool graphic of like when the two teams that play and the rating that they've gotten historically, uh, and you know, 25.1 million viewers is the most since LSU and Clemson played in 2020, and then and then you got to go back, and, and it was around 25, but it really dipped when it was Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, mm-hmm. Alabama, Georgia, TCU. It, it wasn't 
it had, it had fallen off. Well, they put the game at a better time slot now. Oh, that's true. I, I mean, it's an hour plus earlier. Yeah, you got you to gotta keep, keep that into effect in, it, in it, your it's, mind. It's earlier, it's in a more convenient time, and sports gambling. Right. Let's, let's just it's a factor. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's a big it's 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 a it's a major factor in all the television. What do you rate. think the biggest championship game ever was? The biggest rate number or the biggest audience now of, had. of the CFP era since, since the BCS. Oh, since the BCS. Yeah, this goes back to oh, 1993. Gosh. Um, let's man. I mean, let me let me look up who was in the in the uh, the BCS. Yeah, era I mean, yeah, cheating, cheating, dude. You know, yeah, let me let me just games. see the matchups. I can't remember them all off the top of my head. I mean, I sort of wonder was that. With Michael Vick and Virginia Tech, was that? Um, let's see with that Virginia Tech game. That was a good rating. It was twenty-seven million, but this rate, this game had eight million more viewers. Eight, eight, eight and a half. I could see. Viewers. I don't have the matchups uh, in, in in front of. Oh, me. readily in front of you. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm going. All right. Well, then, then I'll who give it was to you it? then? Uh, Texas at oh, USC. Had to be. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that game was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. and it was. Yeah. You know, it's Vince it right Young down to the last minute. Yeah, all those yeah. guys. It was an amazing, amazing game, amazing finish. But again, a game that I remember ending super, super late. And like, the second highest rated one was Ohio State Oregon. So the two highest rated championship games ever do not involve SEC teams. Well, no, I think it's good. To, I mean, you can have an SEC team and a non-SEC team, and I think yeah. get a great rating. I just think when you have two teams from the same part of the country, it's not as interesting to the rest right. of America. Texas and California, people are interested. Boom. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people live there. Yeah. Yeah, so it worked out well. So uh, it's kind of an interesting chart. I retweeted it the other day. You can find it on my, to- on my top. Well, we got all kinds. Um, let's see. Uh, Texas Pete Carroll's press conference just made it sound like he still wants to coach. Uh, Texture says, how, Drew, how nervous are you going to be if Tuesday at 10 a.m. your Brom has a press conference? He's, like, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> where, where is he going? Worry. They're not. Uh, Texture says, yes, we got a good win last night. Good for the players. But in reality, I feel like we all, all we did was wake up the rest of the schedule. The league saw what happens when you try to take a night off against a bad opponent. Texture says, now do it again, Kenny. Texture well, says, yeah. this job. team has uh, played a lot better without Trey White. He hurts the flow of the offense and plays no defense. I'll be curious if he plays uh, any better when he returns. Yeah. Um, Texas says, I would definitely say it's a top 10 win for the Kenny Payne era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff happening in college basketball. You know, one and two went down uh, two nights ago. Last night, Kansas lost to UCF. Yeah. Mississippi State beats Tennessee. Uh, uh, TCU. No, no. Oh, yeah, Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 TCU beat Oklahoma. Uh, Butler beat Marquette. There are a lot of just really – oh, Virginia Tech beat Clemson. There's a lot of really random results in college well, basketball. I mean, that was only a two-point spread there in that game, though. I mean, that was a, that was a two-point line. So. You're talking about Clemson-Virginia yeah, Tech? Yeah. yeah but I, right, I was a believer in Clemson. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have been. I don't know. Your, king, your, your Clemson loves getting a little too much for me. <laughs> you know, you're going to start having to wear more orange for me, more orange and purple. Okay. I know they're nice to you. Yes. They're really nice. And King of Clemson is a nice man. Yes. But it's all ruse. It's not all, all. Now with, all now, now with King of Clemson. Up. Now with King of Clemson. It's all to soften you up. No, they don't even care about that. The reason I even the basketball was any good because the first time I've ever even never even known a score. <laughs> um, so yeah, St. John's won last night. I didn't notice that. How about that? Yeah, seventy-five, seventy-three. Didn't cover though. Good teams win. Great teams yes. cover. Rick, come on, Rick. Yeah. What's going on in year one? Yeah, uh, it's wild that he's doing so well in year one. It's crazy. <laughs> How does he do that? Uh, it's I don't know. <laughs> Ask Jeff Brom. 
right, we'll talk to you here. 267-9680 is the number to get in. Text away UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. We are over here. Uh, log on to 502implants.com. You'll find out all about uh, Triple Crown Dentistry, Louisville Dental Implants, uh, and everything that they can uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Do, uh, do for you. Again, the best uh, – Eric Dunley is the most decorated um, you know, dental implant specialist in the area, like in multiple states, you know, around. That's why sure. he teaches a lot of people – uh, the, the techniques, uh, the latest techniques and how to do them. So if you want to learn from the best, you want to get, uh, get done from the best, get done right here over at uh, go to 502implants.com. All right, we will continue along. Excuse me. Uh, we'll have John Bowl here in the next hour, so we'll get some more calls if you want to hop on in. Got a huge number of texts that uh, we'll visit. Uh, if you need any work done on your roof, Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal, uh, that's where I had my entire roof replaced. Uh, not, but gosh, it's been four years ago now or so. So uh, you can go over there and give Jeff, Jack Carlin a call, 458 9898. Online, carlinroofs.com. And you'll find out whether it's just a few shingles you need replaced or an entire roof replaced or you need some help with your insurance, they'll go to bat for you. Ask Keith Pointer. So check them out. uh, Online, carlinroofs.com. That's C-A-R-L-O-N, roofs.com. All right, when we come back, the greatest timed telemarketing call to my phone happened yesterday. Really? Yes. Okay. Somebody on the other end was... Probably, as most telemarketers used to get you hung up on, stunned that you talked. Made a sale. Really? Made a you sale. You bought something off the phone? Stunning. But their wow. timing was impeccable. You are getting They up. were lucky. You are getting You up. wait till you hear. Okay. All right. All right. And then decide. All right.